funky. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another illustrious, another controversial, amazing episode of the whatever you want to call it podcast with your host, me, Marquise Nash. And today's episode, we got a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff to talk about today. We got buyout season, got teams and contenders, got revving up for the playoffs. Then you got people like the weak teams that are um, just getting prepared for the draft, getting prepared to lose, or I don't know what you want to call it, but they getting prepared to do something. But um, we got, like I said, we got a lot of buyouts. Andre Drummond got bought out. He went to the Lakers. LaMarcus Artis got bought out by the Spurs. He went to the, the Nets. I mean, you got Jeff T got bought out, or he got released, and he went to the Milwaukee Bucks. So, I mean, we got a lot of teams. And by the way, though, I don't, I think I, don't, I, ne- I never talked about this about OKC. Because OKC, of course, they've been trading people left and right. I mean, LaMarcus Aldridge, for, uh, LaMarcus Aldridge is, I think, they're sending him out for uh, this entire season so they can get ready to trade him at the end of the season before the draft, most likely. So, I mean, they're, they're, they're doing a lot of things right now. And I, I've never, I think I haven't told you guys about, like, the OKC and their draft picks, how many draft picks they got in all, though. So they got, I checked, I think I did it, I looked at it Friday, but I never said nothing on the podcast about it. But um, the OKC has, 34 picks, 34 draft picks over the next uh, seven years. They have 17 first round and 17 second round. I mean, they are stacked. They have a lot of leverage right now with a lot of these teams. Cause you, and when you have that many draft picks, you got to pan out. Something got to pan out great for them, for for you. I mean, man, you got that many draft picks. You got to get somebody. You got to get something. You got to get, like, it's too much of a, you got too many draft picks to not get somebody out of there. I mean, if you got all them picks and, you don't get nobody good out of there. I mean, you eventually you suck as an OGM. You are a terrible GM if you don't get no nothing great out of them draft picks. You got 17 first round, 17 second round. Come on, man. Like it's bro, it's getting ridiculous out of here. Like OKC is probably there. Of course, they're probably gonna suck for a couple of years until they finally figure out what they need to do with them draft picks. More most like when they find that certain player that they love. Of course, they're gonna like dra- trade up some draft picks or something like. They are gonna get some people some draft picks. So they can get other players on other teams to trade for other teams to get draft picks. So, of course, I mean these are draft picks that ain't gonna last long. But the, the OKC uh, GM Sam Presti start uh, starting to turn into one of the greatest. <laughs> He's starting to turn into like one of the greatest GMs. And the reason why I'm saying it now because we already know what Sam Presti's gonna do. We already know how it's gonna work. How OKC turning into for, from a a nobody team to a, a team. And it wasn't even like a nobody team because they were the original the Seattle Supersonics. And then they left the Seattle area and then went to OKC. So, man, like, OKC is going to be great again. I, I'm going to tell you that right now. OKC is going to be great again. And um, speaking about great again, uh, so we a lot actually we have a lot of stuff. To talk, we have a lot of stuff to talk about today. And a lot of stuff to talk about today. We got Francis Lugano. Francis. Ugano, I'm not, I don't know if I'm saying his name right. Knocked out Mia Stitch. I'll, I'm probably gonna I'm butchering his name too, but you know what I'm talking about the fight that happened. Uh, I think last week, like this week actually, probably man. I think it was Sunday. It might have been Sunday or Saturday. 
man, I watched that fight. And usually I'm not, I mean, I'm a UFC fan, and I usually don't talk about UFC on this podcast, but I had to talk about it because it was just so funny. And it was so funny because I'm like, like, I, I was thinking, like, Francis Lugano was probably the guy that, like, in high school or college that got teased a lot because they knew his name. Like, he's, like, one of them dudes that probably played sports, like, in school, in high school or college. I mean, high school, but in high school or college, and then didn't nobody know his real name. So everybody gave him a cool name. And one of his friends gave him a cool name called, like, F-Train or something like that. And then he they found, they found out that his name was Francis. It's like, remember, I don't know if people remember that, uh, that scene. They probably do. You probably do. But remember that scene? And eight mile when uh, Eminem went at Anthony Mackie and called him because his name was Clarence and he went to a private school. So it was like it's kind of that way. He's like where Francis is like Francis Ugano. And first of all, he looked dangerous because first of all, his name is Francis. So you, when you got a name like that, you got to defend your name all the time. You always got to be in fighting mode because people are going to tease you just because your name is Francis. And plus, on top of that, you see how I almost butchered his last name. That's the second reason why he looked dangerous because his name is Ugano. I don't know if I'm saying his name right, but I might not be. I might be saying her name right. I don't care because, it's, like, when you got a name like that, you got to defend yourself because, again, you're going to get teased because nobody can't pronounce your name. So you always got to defend your name all the time. And it just, uh, that game, that that match was just, man, I watched it from, from ear to ear. Like, it was just. It was just, it was amazing. It was amazing. I watched it, man. I've been watching Francis Ugano a lot. Him and uh, what's the guy's name? The big, the Black Beast. Uh, they nicknamed him the Black Beast. I forgot his name. I'm thinking, uh, what's his name? Uh, foot. I got forgot his name. But him and Francis Ugano, I've been really watching a lot on UFC, like on UFC a lot. Like did him and that big guy. I forgot his name. Because first of all, he has his interviews, his post interviews. Or just a hilarious. That's why I watch him a lot too. And plus, I just watch a lot of UFC because I like fighting. I really wanted to do the UFC for a while, but my sister didn't let me because she was hating on me. So she's like, Marcus, you shouldn't do that. I'm like, all right, but I won't do it. Because I'm like, because I'm like, I asked her once. I'm like, would you come to my UFC matches if I did? She's like, no, I don't see you get hurt. So okay, that that makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense. Okay, whatever. I think she was hating on me a little bit though. She was hating on me a little bit because I wrestled for a while, but I wasn't that great. So, I mean, you never know. You never know what could happen. I did a lot of stuff. I could I could have been a lot of things, but I just think my laziness and just me not being me not being so motivated at times. I that's the reason why I'm not in I mean, I'm and I love my doing this podcast. Not saying like I don't love doing this podcast, but I could have done a lot of more things. You never know. I might still end up doing them things. I'm still not, I might have doing the UFC no matter what my sister my older sister says I don't really care, but or or if I might just end up playing football, you just never know. I mean, people do stuff late anyways. I mean, you got uh, I think that one basketball name basketball player Pargioni. I think it, I I don't remember his first name, but it was his, I know his last name was Pargioni or something like that. He was like thirty eight going into the NBA as a rookie. So I mean, you just never know what can happen. I mean, you just never know. But uh, yeah, speaking of, you just never know what can happen. Uh, the Bucks are struggling uh, once again. I mean, I just, I, 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 I'm really, I'm really irritated right now. I, I spoke on last week, not last week, but last, yeah, last night. I was speaking on um just how the Milwaukee Bucks are just struggling right now. They another, he might say I'm overreacting. It's only a three game losing streak, but three game losing streaks turned to six, and then six turned to four, and then four. I mean, you, you say that. We say, oh, that's just a three-game losing streak, but <laughs> then then you could say, say the same about the, the Rockets. The Rockets thought, oh, 
this is going to be just only a three-game losing streak, and then it turned to 20. So I, I just don't – I don't like where we're heading at right now. I mean, Giannis played well, but he didn't play like his his ability. He he. I think he was – it seemed like he was just playing just to get the stat or just to get the points. It wasn't him playing where, like, intensity – it just seemed like Giannis wasn't there. And I'm not saying he wasn't there because Giannis is probably the hardest-working man probably in the NBA or one of the hardest-working men or – one of the hard-working players in the NBA. So I'm not going to say he probably didn't give it, but it just seems like he wasn't there. He, he got points. He got to like 30 points, but it was like it wasn't it wasn't for nothing. It was like when you play a game and you, you score all the points, but anybody else doing it. And I really – I don't – I'm not going to blame – I'm going to blame Bunos a little bit too, but um, I'm going to talk about that a little bit oh, in a minute. But I really feel like the loss, what happened, and I, it's always happened to us. It's the same thing that happened when Drew Holiday was out. When the Bucks was on like a little run, they was winning the games, and then Drew Holiday went out, and we went on like a five game losing streak, and then it just went. It, and then eventually Drew Holiday came back, and then we kind of started winning a little bit. Um, but then it just—I don't. It just—it seems like the same thing happened with Bobby Portis is out. I think that's the reason why the Bucks are losing a little bit, and especially last game when they were losing the rebounding game, which they usually never do. They usually win the rebounding game most nights. Most nights they lead the rebounding game or they, they win a rebounding game by double digits most of the time. So I, I really feel like, too, that the reason why the Bucks lost last night, it, well, I, of course I'm blaming a little bit of the bulldozer and his system, but but um, for the most part it was Bobby Portis wasn't, Bobby Portis wasn't there, which I didn't realize until like uh, two days ago that he had uh, he was in uh, COVID-19 protocol and uh, uh, safety and whatever protocol. So I think now he's out for like a couple, probably gonna be out for weeks or whatever. So for me, it's gonna be irritating because now it's like we gotta find some more rebounder somewhere, and we got Jeff Teague in the free in uh, free agency in the buyout season. So I mean, that's great. And we got another point guard. And it seems like Drew Holiday was kind of like tired a little bit because now that we don't have D, uh, DJ Augustine, we don't have no point guard to come off the bench. So now uh, Drew Holiday has to play major minutes now, which I don't think. Is a problem for him because he's young, but at the same time, eventually you need rest. So, I mean, it's a lot of problems that the Bucks have right now that they need to fix before the playoff because the team, the way the teams are stacking up, the Nets, I mean, and I'm going to say this again because I don't want to overreact. I don't want to be like everybody else to say, oh, man, the Nets going to go too far because the Nets got all these people. I'm the, like I said before last podcast, I feel like the key to the, this team, the reason why. This team is why everybody talking about this team, like for the team to beat in the East, or they're saying that this team, the Nets are going to be the team to come out the East. It's because KD. That's all. Because if you said, okay, you got just you don't quit KD, I mean, not even quit KD, but take KD out the situation. Imagine if they just had Kyrie, James Harden, and they had LaMarcus Aldridge, Blake Griffin, and all the, everybody else, but except KD. Would we be talking about them being a them coming out the east, or will we really be saying, okay, well they a good team, they got a, they they have a great they're a great team, but they they might get beat. Like we're only reason why we're talking about the Nets the way we talking about the Nets. There's no offense to James Harden because James Harden been balling. He's probably my second runner up for MVP right now, with the exception of uh, Jokic and Giannis and the other guys. But James Harden been balling this year. I'm not saying that James Harden is not doing getting, and he's getting numbers every game, damn near. So I'm not gonna offend the James Harden saying he's not doing his thing. But the real reason why we're talking about why the Nets are coming out the East is because of KD. It's the key factor is KD. 
If we were just saying James Harden and Kyrie, no offense to Kyrie too, because Kyrie is balling too. He's balling. They, they've been playing well with each other and without each other. So I'm not saying that they are they're, they're like Kyrie is not good or James Harden not good. But the real reason why we are talking, I just want people put people put the end of people's head. Like the real reason why we are saying that the Nets are going to come out the East is because it's KD. KD is that tip of that. KD is that cherry on top that makes it seem all taste better. It's like when you, like I said, I, I explained it last week. It's like your girl, like you cooking some cake or you cooking some like some some type of food and you missing something. You like you probably missing a little bit of salt or like a little bit of sugar or whatever. And then your grandma, you you like man, it's missing something. And then. Your grandma hide hide the food and she like put some like little salt or little sugar in there and he like and then she like go taste it again. He like, Oh, that was missing. What was that what was missing? Oh, it was just a little sugar. He like, that was just missing. That's the thing about the Nets. The Nets are just missing, like if they weren't didn't have Katie, they're just missing that thing that just puts them over the top. Just no matter how much they don't play defense or whatever, they don't rebound well, even though they got uh Blake Griffin right now and DeAndre Jordan and they have the Marcus Aldridge. But Marcus Aldridge is not gonna give you. He he could give you a double double, but most like he's not. He he gonna give you some major points. He probably gonna give you about fifteen points, which is good enough for I think the Nets and Blake Griffin gonna give you about fifteen too. So I mean that's good enough for the Nets too. Also, but I mean they gonna like they're, the Nets are stacked right now. I'm not gonna say that they're like they're weak or nothing like that. But I'm just putting. I'm just not gonna overreact and say, oh my god, the Nets come out the East right away because I don't. With KD's injury, you just never know with them ankles. And I'm not saying that. And I would have thought, like, I, and I'm not going to say that KD's faking it or KD's pulling a, a Kawhi Leonard and just resting on purpose. Because I just know how KD's and me watching KD, me watching documentaries on KD, especially when he did the documentary with all his friends, just to see how his worst ethic is and how he plays the game and how he loves watching basketball and playing basketball and knowing that he wants to go out there and play basketball. I just know that's real. It's something to the injury that they're not telling us that he, he reaggravated or he tore or something. Like, I'm not saying he tore it. I'm not going to overreact that much, but it's something to it to where he's not even playing games like that. I mean, come on. He's been out for a minute. I haven't saw KD since the beginning of like the season. Like He probably played like at max, probably like twenty games, like twenty or thirty games, and I haven't seen him since then. Like I, I haven't, I haven't seen Katie in a while, and I think if Katie was fully healthy, Katie most likely would have won MVP this year. If Katie was fully healthy, averaging thirty, because he was averaging damn near thirty when Katie and when when they were playing at full strength, he was damn near averaging thirty. So for me, I, I'm I'm just saying I don't know. It might be something to that injury. I'm I don't got no links or no. Uh, no sources, but me just knowing injuries and me just getting injured a lot in school and high school and college and knowing injuries and knowing how injuries work. I mean, come on, man. I, I it's, it gotta be something too. I don't know. I don't, y'all tell me, man. I, I, y'all might know more than me. You might have, I might have, if you have a source better than me, I mean, more and more to you, man. Like, I, but I just, I don't know, man. I'm confused. I'm, cause I think the Nets are really good, but. And I, they could be just playing us all and saying pulling like a, a, a pulling a the Kawhi Leonard like I said, but I don't want it. I don't want that to be true. But I mean, you never know what people might do to get to win championships. And it's not saying that's not bad. It's bad to do that because I mean, sometimes you gotta rest. Sometimes it's it's a pandemic, and you never you just never know. But man, I I don't know, man. I'm I'm 
All I'm going to say is, man, like, if the Nets get KD back, they're going to be a contender. I mean, for, they're gonna, for sure, most likely, I ain't going to say they're going to come out the East because I think Philly has something to say about that. Milwaukee has something to say about that. Miami, the Miami is coming back healthy. Man, they got uh, uh, Victor Oladipo out of the buyout. and or, or not the buyout, but the trade. So, I mean, they're doing great with Oladipo. And then you got Jimmy Butler and Jimmy Buckets doing their thing. Tyler Hero, uh, Duncan, you got all them guys. Bam out of Bayou, Andre, Andre Iguodala, all them guys playing well. And then sync, man, they got a lot of something to say about that. So, I'm not going to say it. And, and, they, and, of course, they're favorites to come out these, but – I'm not gonna give them that right just yet. I need to see them play together, and I we can't. We're not gonna see it most likely this season. We're not gonna see them in consecutive games play with each other because it's just I don't know. It's just way the season is working. How weird the season is. We probably won't. And speaking of what won't work is uh, I got spoke about uh like a minute ago about the books. Um, what won't work? I I I, get, I posted a question. I don't know if people answered or not. But I posed a question yesterday on my uh my Facebook, not my Facebook, my Twitter. And I asked the question if the Bucks don't get past like the fi- go to the finals or whatever, do you really think not not the NBA finals, but the East Conference Finals? Do you think should Mike Budenholzer either be on the hot seat or should he be fired? I'm 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 guessing because it's been three years and we on the first we got was the Eastern Conference Finals and that's it. We we got close to there. We got to. To Eastern Conference Finals and facing the, the Raptors and one game away from the NBA Finals that year that we faced with the Raptors. And then that's about it. I mean, we haven't really went nowhere else other than that. If you, if the Bucks don't at least get to the Eastern Conference Finals and at least make it a, make it a run or make it a seven game series against whatever team it is, do you really think the Milwaukee Bucks should tr- get rid of Mike Boone or should he be on a hot seat or whatever? Because I, I, I'm, I'm getting the feeling that they should fire him a little bit because it's been, what four or five years he been like about four years he been here and he hasn't really done nothing. The the first year, I mean, we did really great with him. I mean, it was almost like a surprise or whatever. And then we got messed up by the Raptors twice. And then we the, the year we went against the I think who was it the Raptors beat us. And then it was of course Miami last year. Then it was uh who was it? Then it was I think it was another team that beat us again. But the years that we played, but I just. I don't know, man. I don't know. I, it's my feeling. I feel like Mike Boone might be on the hot seat or fired next year if he if the Bucks don't make it to the NBA Finals this year. Not even NBA Finals, but the Eastern Conference Finals at least this year. Because then if you get to the Eastern Conference Finals, that means, okay, you, at least you made it that, to the point where you think you could get there and you probably had. And then if you get beaten in the seven-game season against the Nets, it's like they're just a better team. Then you just got to re-up next year, which I think next year is a lot of, a lot of people going to be – in uh free agents next year, so you might be able to get a chance to get somebody and restructure your team. So I mean, I I think if the Bucs can get to the that Eastern Conference Finals, I'll be satisfied if we end up losing. I mean, I'm not saying, of course, I want the Bucs to go to the NBA Finals. Of course, that's a, a a doubt. I mean, that's for no doubt that I want the the Bucks to go to uh the, the NBA Finals. But for me, I just feel like the way the Bucks are set up. The, the way the Bucks are built, I mean, they are built to win a championship. They're built to get far in the playoffs because they have the bench. They have the players to, to play well, that, that play well. They have the bench that can, that can score big, big points. Got Bobby Porter's getting you 10 by, by 15 and 7. I mean, Brent Forbes can go off at any time. 
Pat Connors can go off at any time. You got all them guys. You add Jeff Teague to the, to the mix. A good point guard that can score you about 10 to 15 points a game, what you need. He's a great facilitator. He gets you about five assists a game. Got Drew Holiday. He's an underrated defender. I'm not going to say underrated defender. He's one of the best defenders in the NBA. One of the best shooting defenders. One of the best uh, defenders in the game. You got Chris Miller, another great defender and a sharpshooter and a good mid-range guy and all around all efficient. Giannis, a two-time MVP, possibly three-time MVP. Defensive player of the year. I mean, like, what can I say about Giannis? You got uh, Lopez that runs the runs the center of the field. I mean, you got him. He's he's gonna give you big big blocks and he's gonna give you big threes from time to time. So you got all that, and then you I mean, man, it's just I don't get it sometimes. And then you got Divincenzo. I forgot about D, my 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 main man Divincenzo. You got him coming from Villanova, man, playing well this year. I mean, playing good defense too this year. I mean, you got all them guys. I mean, you got a lot of, and you got a great coach in Mike Boonholz and the great staff and them guys. Man, I don't see why you can't go far in the playoffs. I don't. It just might be me, and I might not be looking at something, but I don't see why you can't go far in the playoffs, man. I, I don't really, I don't see it. But I mean, that that's just me. That's just me being a. I mean, it might be just a fan looking looking in, and you might say, "Oh, it's harder than it really is." It probably is, but. For me, I'm just I, I feel like the Bucks have a better chance than anybody else to make it to the final because the Bucks have been there before. So I mean, they've, they've been to the, the the last round or been to the third round or in the if Eastern Conference Finals. So they've been there a little bit more than anybody else. So for me, that's why I, that's why I feel like the Milwaukee Bucks have a better chance than anybody else. Then I mean, because Philly is great, but Philly has still have their efficiencies where they they. Play great defense, but sometimes they give up threes. Even though they uh, they get a lot of threes, they cause a lot of threes to go in too uh, for other teams. And then, like I said, it's it's I don't know, man. It's it's really weird with the Bucks right now. I like I said, I just I don't know. I don't know. I'm just feeling like the Milwaukee Bucks. I don't want to be that person and be right and say the Milwaukee Bucks are gonna, aren't gonna go far. They're gonna go probably get the higher they're gonna make it in the second round. But I'm. I, it's that feeling right now that I feel like the Bucks are not on a level of. I mean, even though they're third right now in the Eastern Conference, they're specifically they're like right now. That's why I feel about the Milwaukee Bucks. They're third in my ranking in the Eastern Conference. The Philly is a little bit better than. I mean, Philly is on another level. I mean, the Nets and Philly are like right where they. I think they need to be, and then Milwaukee is like right third where they need to be too. Also, I mean, and like I said, but the other teams in the Western Conference, Jazz is playing well, but. I see that in the playoffs. Jazz, you can play well. It's just like the same thing with the Milwaukee Bucks or any Mike Wood on the team. You play well in the play. I mean, in the regular season, but let's see that in the playoffs. Now, if you don't come to play in the playoffs and you don't come to play and play well in the playoffs, I mean, man, I don't know. But the Jazz are the Jazz, so we'll see. But um, uh, uh speaking of we'll see and all this stuff, uh, did y'all guys? Um, I mean, I don't know. I'm I've been watching a lot of stuff. I'm watching college basketball, a lot of college basketball because I've been bored. Ain't nothing really being on sometimes. Man, did y'all see that Baylor game yesterday? Man, that was good actually. That Baylor game was good. I was watching. I mean, it was that game, the Baylor game with Baylor and UConn women's basketball team, and it was uh, some other team I was watching yesterday. Uh, I forgot it was another team I was watching like a day ago. But man, that Baylor call, man, that was weak. That was a terrible call. I mean, that was the worst. I mean, it was like you – I mean, what kind of ref 
And this is why I think I hate refs sometimes. Refs sometimes just don't be they, they they go in a moment sometimes or they look in the moment. They don't they don't just look at the play and it's just be like, what how did that make any sense? Like how, bro? Like how did that make any sense that 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 woman wasn't fouled? I mean that wasn't that wasn't a foul, man. That was just it was just crazy. I watched it like multiple times to see, okay, this this angle might be a little different. Like, okay, if he look at this angle, it might be a little No, it was a foul all the way around, bro. Like it just it was a foul all the way around. Man, it, it was just terrible. I was watching that game yesterday. I just had to comment on that though, but man, it was a terrible that was a terrible call. But um two of what I was talking about this week too, while I was watching also this week. Um, what I was talking about this week, I just got my train thought right in the middle of me talking to you guys. What was I talking about? Oh yeah, uh, the seventeen games. The NFL is a, it's a possibility that the the NFL player NFL might have, it might add an extra game. It might be seventeen games in the regular season, which will delete that extra preseason game, and it'll be three preseason preseason games and seventeen regular season games. Which a lot of NFL players are kind of complaining about right now. Which I understand. I don't understand the effect of just playing in the NFL, but I understand adding that extra game because I know what some of these teams are, especially these bad teams. They're like, okay, why you gotta add one more game to our one more game to our loss? I mean, we already suck, so why you gotta add that extra game so we can be in the thing but one longer? I'm being in a, in a, in a uh, we be in a season longer. Like why? And it, just, it puts more, a lot of more stress on these players. And now you gotta realize these players gotta play an extra game, and and I think sometimes this is money grab for me. The NFL trying to get a money grab, and they're trying to just expand more money. They already know they're not making a lot because of the pandemic, and they're not going to get a lot since the pandemic. So they like, let's add an extra game so we get some more money. Like it's That's all it is. It's a money grab, I feel like. It's, it's That's really what it is. It's really just a money grab at this point. I, 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 like I said before, I think NFL sometimes, like I so said, they ain't making a lot of money, and they feel like, okay, we got to add some more game, a game. Which I think a uh, sixteen game is already good enough. Why oh, yeah, I got that seventeenth one, dog. It's, that doesn't make sense. All it makes sense is for okay, we got to make some more money somehow because we're not making a lot of money because we don't have a lot of people in the stadium. We're not making nothing off off of, of the food or nothing like that. So I mean, it's just like okay, we just don't have we got to make some money somehow. So this would be the right right I mean, right move in their hand. I really feel like I mean, as a player, I mean, you got to really understand how. String with sixteen games is, and then to add an extra game, it doesn't make it doesn't make sense anything logically at all. It doesn't make sense other than the exception of oh, we are gonna make a little bit more money. That's all it is for I think some players for some owners is oh, we gotta make we gonna make a little bit more money. That's all it is. But uh, speaking of what all it is, but um, yeah, did y'all hear? <laughs> like, it's a lot of people that had debuts yet yesterday with their new. I mean, yesterday and the day before with their new team. You got. Aaron Gordon, he balled out on his new team. Jeff Teague haven't played on his new team yet. I mean, he just got signed yesterday, so he haven't played with his new team yet. Um, Aaron Fournier played for his new team, went 0 for 10, played 33 minutes, didn't really do nothing. But, I mean, it's his first game. So, I mean, of course you don't want to touch your first game with <laughs> with, your, with your new team to be sucked that bad. I mean, but he did. So, I mean, it's whatever. But, I mean, he, uh, he'll get better. Aaron Fournier is a good player, so he'll get, he'll get right, hopefully. If you don't, I mean, that was a stupid move. And <laughs> that didn't happen. But uh, it's a bit of a though. But, um, y'all, I will see you guys next episode. We're going to talk about uh, talking about more of this football stuff, basketball, free agency, playoffs, most likely. The playoffs is revving up. I mean, the, most likely not next, next podcast, but 
of the Unbecoming Podcast, but we will be talking about a lot more basketball, football, all, all the stuff that it, all the stuff that we need to talk about on this podcast. But I'll see you guys. Oh, before I leave, though, I almost forgot. Before I leave, you need to go listen to the podcast. If you want to go listen to the podcast, the, the podcast, or the whatever you want to call a podcast, when you, you can go listen to it on Stitcher. If not Stitcher, you can go to Spotify. If not Spotify, you can go to Apple Podcasts or Apple iTunes, whatever, or whatever. But you just go listen to it. Or if you want to go, you want to do, like, you're like, oh, I don't really want to listen to you. I want to really talk shit to you. So if you want, you like the one of you that like to talk shit um, or talk smack, whatever you want to call it, um, you can go to my Twitter at Marquise95Sports, M-A-R-K-E-S-E-95Sports, that's all together, or Marquise95Sports on my um, uh, my Instagram. And then also, or if you don't have Instagram or Twitter, but most likely you have Instagram or Twitter. If you don't, you just sitting on a rock or you live on a rock, even though if you are living on a rock, it really don't matter to me, whatever you mean. You do you. I mean, it really don't matter where you live at, as long as you live in at the point. But um, uh, yeah. If you don't have that, um, you can go to our Facebook page at the whatever you want to call it podcast Facebook page. And you can message me there. But um, I will see you guys next episode. Peace.